hello and welcome to the Hilarious Youth Podcast, featuring stories performed by kids for kids. I'm your host, Philip Laurent, reminding you that all of the work you hear on this podcast is created in our voice acting and storytelling class, Stories in Stereo, and enrollment for our 2023 Stories in Stereo Summer Camp is now open. And those sessions are a great time. It's a day camp where we spend our afternoons brainstorming, writing, and rehearsing new stories, and we cap it all off with a trip to a professional recording studio to bring that work to life. Check us out at hilariousyouth.com to find out more. Today we've got a special segment titled Nature's Mysteries in Search of the Lily Kitten. Shout out to Anuka who created the idea for today's story. It follows an urban cryptozoologist named Irena as she studies one of nature's most mysterious creatures, the lily kitten. Hilarious Youth's Barbara Darcy has the story. Hello? Uh-huh. You said are hanging around your tomato garden? Okay, thank you for calling. I'm on my way. This is Irene, an urban cryptozoologist and a wildlife expert. So we got the call that something's been eating up all the tomatoes in this garden. And right now we're going to set up a little camera to see if we can catch a glimpse of the culprit. The owner of the garden says she's pretty sure they're raccoons, but as we all know, raccoons aren't big tomato fans. Hopefully we'll get a little more info from these cameras. Alright. Now we wait. Her work takes her all around the country in search of the rare and the not-so-rare. Oh yeah, I've seen it all. Pigeons, iguanas, but I specialize in some of the less common breeds, namely lily kittens. The lily kitten. Half flower, half feline, it is a creature popular in ancient mythology. A creature that some experts, like Arena, say still walks among us. I get lots of calls about lily kitten sightings. I track them on this map here in my office. The blue pins here, these are confirmed lily sightings. Yellow ones are unconfirmed. Blue is confirmed? That's right. On the camera traps. Oh, now that would be pretty rare. You have to get lucky to catch one on camera. That's why we use so many of them. At a certain point, it's a numbers game. But there are other ways to confirm. For instance, lily kittens have an appetite for strawberries. About one of the only cats that's vegetarian. 3 a.m. It's another late night in the field. But late nights are standard practice in this line of work. And Irena shows no sign of fatigue. So when you're tracking lilies, you want to make sure that you're not missing any of the signals, because they can be subtle. This here is a strawberry trap that I set yesterday. They're not meant to catch the lilies, but they can let you know if the lily is nearby. We're looking for bite marks in the berries. There we go, look at that. That's a bite mark. Got to document this. Hey! Oh. Somebody out there? We gotta move. Let's go. According to Arena, interruptions like these can be the most challenging aspect of her work. I'd say most people are supportive, but some people just want you out of their yards. Folks who don't understand the work can get pretty agitated. 
That sets things back, because if a loud noise or a raised voice startles one of the lily kittens, there's an 80% chance they won't return to the site. How did you become an urban cryptozoologist? Oh, I've always been fascinated with the field. Ever since I was in school. A lot of us grow up hearing the stories, you know. Lily kittens, nasal puppies, roof bunnies. I started doing more and more research. Then you start to connect the dots. I wanted to learn more about Arena, her expertise, and her background. So I paid a visit to her longtime mentor and now colleague, Dr. Wanda Reese. Arena and I started working together in 1995. She's always had a spark for cryptozoology. She has a way of blending her scientific practice with her intuition to paint a picture of living creatures she studies. And that's a big part of her success. That's how she's brought so many people into the field. The Durham Peters Convention Center, where hundreds of practitioners from the field will be sharing data, techniques, and discoveries at the annual cryptozoology convention. This is a place for experts to meet each other and to connect with the cryptozoologists of tomorrow. What's your name? Hi, I'm Grace. What are you most excited to learn about today? Bigfoot! She loves Bigfoot. She just, like, loves Bigfoot. I think it's great for the kids because they get excited about science and it connects them to the wildlife. Doesn't it, Grace? Yes! I spoke with Irena about how she contends with some of the bigger names in the world of cryptozoology. It's difficult. A lot of people know about Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. Not a monster, by the way. It's plesiosaur. But there are plenty of animals that people need to know are living right here in our hometowns. If we don't spread awareness, we risk losing these beautiful and rare species altogether. Unfortunately, time is not on the side of the lily kitten. Experts like Arena have tracked a severe decline in the numbers of sightings over the past several decades. She believes that this points to a steep drop in population. My work is as much conservation as it is fact-finding. The more feed traps we can set, the more likely it is that the lily kittens who are still out there can survive. But not all hope is lost. And on our final night in the field, we caught a glimpse of what may be one of the last surviving lily kittens on the planet. Look, look, it's at the feed trap. It's taking a bite of the strawberries. This is incredible. And there it is. A small cat-like creature emerges to examine the feed trap. With tufted ears, its back is covered in soft but sturdy-looking white petals that really do resemble the flower. I'm Barbara Darcy. Thanks for listening. Support for this podcast was provided by Big Herman, the talking shrimp with a heart of gold, sponsoring young scientists in new fields around the globe.
that's our show. One more shout out to Anuka for that excellent performance and for the super creative idea for today's show. I also want to give a shout out to the other actors, Miranda, Miley, and Gabriella, for their wonderful performances. And of course, if you've got an idea you would like to give voice to on this podcast, then you can do so by signing up for one of our classes. Visit us at hilariousyouth.com to find out more. And we hope to see you back here next week for our special send-off and conclusion of Season 1 of the Hilarious Youth Podcast. Until then, I'm Philip Laurent. Thank you so much for listening.